Hey guys, welcome back. We're going to do our second part, episode four tonight, in our first ever all WWE show. Pretty excited about this one. You know, as much as I love sports, I'm pretty well versed in WWE. And uh, we got a nice little Saudi Arabia blood money pay-per-view coming up this Thursday. I'm releasing this preview tonight. Tuesday night, I've already watched Raw last night. Pretty up to date. I got all the match listings. We got seven total matches we're going to break down. And for this being the first WWE show, we're going to kind of start with a preview. But I'm I'm kind of hoping maybe we do some reaction shows if this uh, episode really does well. Super Showdown is this Thursday, 12 p.m. East Coast time. So right around lunchtime, most of you will probably be at work. I will not. I will have my tonsils, not my tonsils, <laughs> my wisdom teeth out sitting on my butt. And uh, yeah, a couple news and notes before we get there, though. Uh, Samoa Joe has been suspended for the wellness policy. This has been getting people hard lately. Obviously, Andrade, his suspension has now been lifted and he will wrestle Thursday in a gauntlet match, which we'll break down a little bit. But, yeah, this wellness policy's been uh, hitting pretty hard. Rusev was on the gauntlet match, and he has been pulled from the Saudi show, and it sounds like it's contract-related issues. Something to keep an eye on with Rusev. Um, Not that the WWE really knows what they're doing with Rusev anyway. I do think it's interesting that Lana is still kind of going strong, even though Rusev's not. So obviously it doesn't seem to be something that's uh, Lana-related. But without further ado, we got seven matches to break down. Let's get right into it. Uh, the first match, the SmackDown Tag Team Match. Going to be the New Day, who are your reigning champions. Kofi Kingston, Biggie Langston taking on The Miz and John Morrison. John Morrison making his... WWE slash SmackDown Live return in 2020 and hasn't really done anything notable outside of Feud with the New Day. I think that this is the time that Miz and Morrison take the titles off the New Day and go into WrestleMania with the championships. If they do lose this match, it won't be the end of the world for them. I would then almost guarantee they take the titles at WrestleMania. Otherwise, what a shocking turn of events. I think that you get Miz and Morrison beating the New Day this this week. And then going into WrestleMania, I think we're probably looking at a fatal four-way tag team match. Probably get Miz Morrison. You get New Day. Probably get heavy machinery and then maybe a Bobby Roode and Ziggler. You know, maybe even get a. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's probably the way to go, really. I don't see. Unless there's a, a random NXT call up, maybe they use the revival for once and for all. I mean, God, I missed the revival. Maybe the Usos are, are plugged in there. Uh, I think the Usos would be a nice little fit. Obviously, anytime the Usos are on a card, I'm happy. I love what the Usos do. They're probably one of my favorite tag teams. Uh, let's go to match number two. 
Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin, their 500th match in the last 501 days. This one is going to be inside of a steel cage match. And, you know, I didn't mind their false count anywhere match at Royal Rumble. I actually thought it was pretty good. To be fair to this match, for myself, I have not watched a ton of SmackDown. I do keep up social media-wise and, and, and check on to see who's doing what. But I haven't watched a live SmackDown for all two hours and months. But I do know of this match. I do know that this has been beaten to death. They've had a ton of singles matches. They've had a ton of six-man tag matches, tag team matches. They've pretty much done everything they can do. They're going to go into a steel cage match, and I'm hoping that this is the blow-off so that Roman Reigns goes on to his WrestleMania feud because there's no way it's against Baron Corbin. I'm giving Roman Reigns the win here. And unless... If Baron Corbin wins, this, this feud goes on. So I, I can't see that happening. I do think Roman Reigns squashes this feud. Um, next match, we're going to do the gimmick gauntlet match. So if you guys are familiar with these Saudi Arabia shows, there's always one gimmick match. The first ever Saudi show they did was the Greatest Royal Rumble. They had 50 people in a Royal Rumble match. Then they did like the Best in the World tournament where they, they did like a I think it was eight guys, and they just kind of did a tournament till the end. Then they did a, the largest battle royal. This one is going to be just... They're not advertising it as the largest gauntlet match or anything, but it is a gauntlet match. That's going to start with... I don't know what the, the order is, but we're going to have AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, R-Truth, and Andrade, who is the U.S. champion, coming back off a, a wellness policy suspension. I think that we get... This is tough, but I'm going AJ Styles for the win here. The only way I say AJ loses this is if we get an interference from a WrestleMania opponent. A lot of people have that speculated as The Undertaker, which is why I think AJ needs this win. He does need momentum. He's been injured. A nice momentum victory here can catapult him to basically saying, listen, I've beaten everybody on the roster. Who Who's a worthy WrestleMania opponent for me? Off goes the lights, then you get the bell, you get the Undertaker. I think that's a, a pretty reasonable setup to a WrestleMania match that has zero build. Eric Rowan could use the victory here to kind of play along with him, but to be honest, I think he's been pushed enough lately. He has lost to Aleister Black a few times. Outside of that, I think he's sitting on a pretty steady push that's been slightly had the brakes tapped to it, but... I think he could be easily a favorite to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal as well, which wouldn't hurt. Rey Mysterio, I think that there's a really, really good chance if I'm booking this match that I I kick this puppy off with Rey Mysterio Andrade, let these guys show everything they're capable of doing. If you guys watch any bit of wrestling, you've seen Andrade and Rey Mysterio wrestle over the last couple months. Unlike Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, I could watch these two wrestle pretty much every second of my life. Because they're that good. Their chemistry is that good. And I think they probably start off. And I could even see even a double disqualification. Or maybe Rey Mysterio barely pins Andrade. And then gets squashed by maybe Lashley or Roman next. I don't think either of those two guys win. But I do think they probably start off. 
I do think Lashley could probably use something here. But another person that could easily win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or move on to another feud. I just don't know what feud he would go into. I do think that we see a U.S. title match at WrestleMania, including Andrade, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo, and hopefully Angel Garza. If you guys haven't watched Angel Garza on NXT or Raw, check him out. Good stuff. Great wrestler. A lot of enthusiasm. Charisma through the roof. Fun stuff. Last but not least, R-Truth is in this match. I think he's strictly in it for comedy reasons. I could even see him potentially getting attacked before he even gets in the match. And maybe somebody else interjects. I don't know. I love R-Truth. I just don't see him as a legitimate characteristics to win the match. Especially with the people that are in it. I don't see anybody that he could legit pin to win. Unless it literally came down. Rowan's waiting for the next guy. R-Truth comes out and R-Truth steals a win over Rowan. That's the only way I fantasy book that. But... I think, again, going back to what I said, AJ Styles wins this match. Basically says, I beat everybody. Who's next? Here comes The Undertaker. Match four, the Raw Tag Team Titles. You get Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, the reigning champs, versus the Street Profits. Street Profits have not been featured on TV. How these Saudi shows usually work is they just kind of book these matches and then start to build them rather than build and then announce the match. They kind of do it backwards for these Saudi shows for whatever reason. But totally cool with this match. Sounds like it's going to be a banger. If I had to guess, I could I could see this match still on the show with what's been on here outside of the gimmick gauntlet match. I think that could be pretty good. But... Hopefully this is a chance to get the tag titles off Seth Seth and Buddy. They're not a true tag team. I do think we get another Fatal 4-Way on the Raw side. Hopefully with the Street Profits, the Authors of Pain, the Viking Raiders. And you can kind of throw in another team. There's been some other ones waiting in the wings. But with those three alone, I think you're sitting in good hands. Even if you just did a 3-Way But Seth and Buddy are not tag team champions and should not be going into WrestleMania with the tag team straps on them. Perfect time to lose them, however it happens. I don't care if there's outside interference by Kevin Owens or whatever not. Get the Street Profits, the tag titles here. It'll be huge. Match number five, Bailey and Naomi. I think that probably 90% of wrestling fans had fantasy booked themselves as putting Bailey up against Sasha at Mania. Uh, maybe I'm the only one here, but I don't see that happening anymore. I just, Sasha hasn't even barely been on TV. I think there's a legit injury there. She was advertised for the Rumble, never even came out. There's something there. I don't think this is WWE just trying to hold us out. I think they're, WWE's not that good, let's be honest. They're not that creative. I think that there's something seriously wrong. I think Naomi takes the strap off Bailey, and we probably get a multi-girl match at WrestleMania after that, or maybe Bailey gets a, a cheating victory here, and Naomi beats her at Mania. I do think that Naomi coming off her her little hiatus with the Usos coming back at the Rumble, she's had a little bit of momentum, something to jump in on. I just see them taking the strap off uh, off Bailey here. She's had it for a long time. She's done well with it. But it's it's gotten a little stale. And without a Sasha Banks and Bailey feud, I don't know if there's anybody else we want to see Bailey wrestle at this point. So 
Naomi's probably the choice. Um, if not for the Street Profits and Seth and Buddy, this is my personal pick to steal the show. And it's crazy because I don't see this match going any way but one way. Brock Lesnar, Ricochet for the WWE Championship. I can't see this match taking a long time. It might last four to seven minutes. But it will be high intensity, lots of suplexes, lots of high spots. Ricochet will hit a couple of stunning moves. Ultimately, Brock Lesnar will probably hit an F5 and win this one. But I guarantee you it will be high flying and high energy from the very get. And the crowd will be wild for it. Say what you want. There's a lot of things that I personally think in wrestling, and a lot of people disagree with them. I probably have more hot takes in wrestling than anything else. Brock Lesnar, one of my favorite wrestler wrestlers all time and definitely currently, he doesn't wrestle a lot. He shows up here and there. You know, It's gotten a lot better. I don't care what anyone says. He's on more Raws now than it seems like even The Fiend is on SmackDown. And everybody likes to talk about The Fiend, but The Fiend matches haven't been anywhere near as good as Brock Lesnar matches. That's not even arguable. So if you're going to hold Brock Lesnar to these certain critiques that he never shows up and all he does is suplex. Have you watched a Brock Lesnar match? Because he doesn't only just suplex. I mean, I'm telling you, Brock Lesnar matches are where it's at. I'm a huge fan. Brock Lesnar Ricochet probably steals the show. Brock Lesnar gets the victory, though. I'd almost bet my entire life savings on it, which isn't much. <laughs> Probably a dollar. But 401k, let's empty it out. Lesnar beats Ricochet here. And you get Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, WrestleMania. Last but not least, we got the main event. And that will be... There's, I don't see there's any way this isn't the main event. You get the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Goldberg. Oh, long pause. The reason there's a long pause here is because there is a legitimate chance that Goldberg pins the Fiend clean in the middle. This would honestly... I'm, I can't say I'm the, the biggest Fiend fan. I do like the presentation. The, the entrance, the Bray Wyatt character in general... The appearance of Bray Wyatt, how he looks. Everything's been great. The matches have not been. Between the red lighting, the bad booking, you basically showing that he's indestructible and you had Seth Rollins almost physically kill him and he just no-sells everything. It's it's. You can't go backwards in this. And this is my biggest thing with WWE and wrestling is once you show me something... You now lead me to believe that that be the case. So you have led me to believe that Bray Wyatt can take a toolbox over the head, a sledgehammer over the head, and be completely okay. So what leads me to believe that a spear and a jackhammer from Goldberg is going to pin him one, two, three? But for some reason, I feel that the WWE thinks this is a good idea. I don't know if it is or not. Personally, I was a huge Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt fan. I think that they they missed the boat. They had Bray Wyatt lose way too many times on pay-per-view. 
and they could have easily did a Ministry of Darkness type faction with him or even just keep his small Wyatt family group with him. Bray Wyatt could have dominated the roster. Even his WWE title reign was a lackluster month and a half reign. Just, <coughs> sorry, not very good. I I don't know. I think that if I'm picking a winner here, I'm picking The Fiend because that's what I would do and that's what makes sense. I do think that the Bray Wyatt Fiend character needs to hold the belt longer, especially as you've shown us that he's basically indestructible. So the person that beats him is going to be made. Please, for the love of God, don't make that be 50-year-old Goldberg. And not that I'm a, one of those guys that hates on these these legends that come back. I actually like those things. I like that the fact that The Undertaker comes back. I like that Goldberg comes back. I just don't want to see Goldberg pin the fiend in the middle. One, two, three. He already did it to Kevin Owens. He did it to Brock Lesnar. Please don't let him do it to the fiend. The character has been overbooked. But because you overbooked him, you can't back down now. I just make just. I'm going with the fiend here. I'm taking the fiend to hopefully, and if I'm booking this match, this is exactly how I'd book it. You have Goldberg come out, you spear him, you jackhammer him. The entire crowd gasps for air because you honestly think the fiend's gonna lose, and he no sells it for a one count. Gets up, puts him in the man of a claw, and ends it. Two minute match. That would be completely okay with me, and I think that the, the crowd would be fine with it too. You get your Goldberg. Goldberg gets his payday. The Fiend gets an absolute awesome squash over a WWE slash WCW legend. And he moves on to his WrestleMania match, probably against Roman Reigns. I think that's how I would book the match. I'm actually very intrigued on this match because on everything on the entire card... This is the only one that I think has serious implications. There's a lot of things still looming and going into WrestleMania. Whether or not Triple H will or will not have a match at WrestleMania. Will Goldberg have a match at WrestleMania? Is he simply doing the Saudi show? Is John Cena going to somehow get in this feud with either Goldberg or Roman Reigns or Bray Wyatt? Or There's a lot to work out here. I could see... And this is crazy, but I could see them making Goldberg win this match and then having Roman beat Goldberg because the crowd would cheer that because they don't want to see Goldberg as champion anymore. So they would cheer that. You could have a spear versus spear match. And then you can have a John Cena versus Bray Wyatt Fiend match. And that would be great. And it doesn't need the title. I agree with all that. But you can't beat the Fiend because you've already shown us that he's unbeatable. So they really WWE has backed themselves into a corner that they have to have the Fiend win, otherwise the booking is just bad. It's just bad. So, anyways, that uh, that wraps up the Super Showdown preview show. I hope those of you that listen to this are sitting either in your car, or listen to this, and you're just like, I agree or don't disagree, or I disagree. But if you disagree, let me know why. Uh, I love to talk wrestling. I love to talk fantasy booking and booking the territory, as they say. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Tweet at me at the new Twitter account. It's at RealTalkJeff1. Find me on Facebook. It's Jeff Johnson. Yeah, love to talk. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. Enjoy the show. I'll see you guys next week.